Welcome to the Trust the Truth podcast with Jeff Dawkins, where the pursuit of truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth is chased down. The integrity within our society is degrading day by day, with headline-grabbing exaggerations driving the narrative. All that's about to change. Here's your host, Jeff Dawkins. Welcome to Trust the Truth with Jeff Dawkins. This is where we inspire people by enriching the commitment to truth and integrity in their lives. Follow me on Twitter at NobleCourageNow and subscribe for free at jeffdawkins.substack.com to get access to the library of articles I've written on the foundation of truth. Get connected with a tribe of courageous leaders taking stands for truth wherever we can. In this episode, I'm going to try and make sense of the shockingly accurate analogy between how our country is being led and how the results are playing out using President Biden as my star pupil. We're going to look at a historical context for how to treat the elderly and how we're actually doing on that today, again, using my star pupil. And lastly, I have some comments about the state of play in law enforcement training that I have to get off my chest when thinking about truth over lies. So that's going to be the path of travel on today's show. So let's jump into this episode's integrity tip of the week. You don't know what someone's like until you walk a mile in their shoes. Let me tell you why this is driving me this week. I've spent over 24 years being tasked as a police officer with making subjective judgments about people and situations with no more than a scant view at what was really going on behind the scenes. I've been blessed to serve in leadership through my church since 2013 and to serve as one of the elders currently where I seek to use God's wisdom to make subjective judgments, again, about people and situations with no more than a scant view at what really was going on behind the scenes. Well, within the last month, I received hard news that a family member was facing a time where they would leave the pain of this world for the glory of the next. But after a lifetime of helping others process through that path for themselves from the outside, I've now gotten a raw, visceral look at what lives behind the scenes in those emotions. And through the hard conversations, the tears, the reflections, I've learned what it means to be a leader and to shepherd in a way that I never knew before. You see, without at least trying to understand what others are going through, at best, all you're doing is guessing about how to be supportive. Or as an officer, you're just hoping that decisions made affecting people's lives are the right ones based on the facts at hand. Well, burning off the blanket of reality serving as my unwitting mask has given me a sharp purpose tempered with life experience and a solid foundation of my faith. God gave us the exact example we needed in this way through Jesus. Jesus came from heaven to be born as a helpless baby to grow up in a world he didn't understand, creating ways to process everything around him through his teenage years, and living to embrace his manly purpose to show everyone that ever lived, was living, and ever would live what it meant to demonstrate knowing what it was like to walk a mile in our shoes. New Year's resolutions candled a candle to the steel resolve you get when facing the momentary light affliction in your soul from losing a family member. And that resolve has given my purpose a renewed sense of energy. So where are you with your purpose? What's your mission statement? Go find someone who's gone through what you're dreading to face and ask them to borrow their shoes for a bit. You'll be amazed at what you learn about yourself and how you see others. It's about as real a truth as I can offer. So let's move to this week's Truth Over Lies segment. 
On Thursday, June 1st, President Biden was given the diplomas at the U.S. Air Force Academy graduation ceremony. After handing the final one, he turned to his left and started to walk off the stage, only to be surprised by some wily sandbag that must have just jumped out in front of him. Presidential candidate and Florida Governor Ron DeSantis beat me to the punch on this one as he was quoted as saying, quote, You know, honestly, it's a sad thing to see. You don't want to see anyone do that. But it was frustrating because, honestly, that was symbolic of the state of our country. And he continues saying, Our country continues to stub its toe. Our country continues to trip and fall. End quote. Well, he's right. But let me contextualize this in a different way. Years ago, I had let's just say the privilege to pull an 87-year-old woman from the driver's seat of her car, which was located at the very far back of the 99-cent store after she became confused in the middle of driving through the parking lot which pedal was the gas and which was the brake. This caused her to floor it, and she punched through the front glass entryway and continued accelerating until she eventually came to a stop when her vehicle met the concrete wall in the back. Fortunately, no one was hurt or killed, And look, I had empathy for her. I did, as I knew there wasn't a shred of criminal intent involved. But as my officers arrived and followed her and the family to the hospital, we had to issue her a mandatory DMV driver's license retesting form. You see, we needed to find a way to get her license revoked because her age now put her in a position where driving a vehicle was a serious issue for not just her own safety, but the safety of the general public. Well, how much more so with our president? Consider how many times the president has fallen down, literally, on the steps of Air Force One and press conferences and this recent pratfall that made even Chevy Chase jealous. Let's not forget that this candidate for American Ninja Warrior was elected when he was 29 years old as Senator for Delaware in 1973. He served in that role until 2009 when he was picked as vice president, which he served in that role until 2017. So, Now we have an 80-year-old man with 50 years of politics wearing Velcro orthopedics stumbling along and nobody thinks that that guy who commands the full release of our nuclear arsenal should have his presidential driver's license revoked for his own safety and the safety of our general public? I mean, I would have been suspended if I let the 87-year-old back on the road and what are we doing today? Look, forget walking a mile in his shoes. I just settled from walking to the kitchen for a glass of warm milk before taking a calcium pill and lying down for an afternoon nap. In historical times, through cultures, with few exceptions, when people got old, they were transitioned from leadership and then provided for by the people they led. And President Biden said he's running for re-election. There isn't even a person on his own staff that believes he can run anywhere, let alone master the complexities of walking a straight line without help. Do you remember his phrase, build back better? Well, it's actually shown itself to be weak back shutters, as DeSantis nailed it, that his physical condition is decrepit. And this was identified when he was a vice president, as he monthly was taken to the hospital in the middle of the night by Secret Service, so no one would know how frail he was in 2011. Well, like our policies on border security, national defense, and the economy, we're seeing a decrepit man lead us into a decrepit time. Scripture shows us how Jesus taught his disciples and anyone who listened that the ruling class of the world was fragile. And no matter how much money, land, or military strength they gained, they were still under the authority of God who moves the hearts of kings like water in his hands. 
So stop wasting energy, hand-wringing buckets of stress out because of what Grandpa Biden does or doesn't do. Elevate your thoughts, lean into the purpose for which you're made, and trust that the image of God is in you by the God who made you. Well, I promised to talk about law enforcement training in my opening, so here we go. I want to start by highlighting one of the most courageous leaders I've ever had the privilege to learn from, my father. My substack is named Courageous Leadership because of the principles on life that I learned from this man. He once told me that a leader should look to give their people everything they needed to be successful, set clear expectations, and then be the best cheerleader when the people did well and the quickest disciplinarian to redirect them back on track when they were wrong. I have always loved him and looked up to him for his example as he influenced his four successful boys and all of his grandchildren with integrity and noble greatness. So rest well now, Dad. When I apply this to a concept like training in law enforcement, here's what I see that looking like. Per whatever assignment you're in, there exist realistic paths to enhance necessary skills to stay alive and be successful. For example, patrol needs to move and shoot on the range as much as possible, be constantly talking through case law decisions, and staying sharp on 4th, 5th, and 6th Amendment challenges presented daily. Investigators, they need different skills, but they need interview interrogation training. They need crime scene management and dissection, and depending on the specialty, maybe some advanced skills. In the years I spent as a homicide detective, the first two of them were made up mostly of me in a very support role, while attending shooting reconstruction school, blood spatter analysis, questionable homicide analysis, and the Reed, Wicklander, and Kinesic interviewing schools, and many other classes. You see, when you give people skills valuable to their position because of that training, what you've done is given them a higher survivability rate on the job, and that allows them to serve the community they were hired to protect at the highest possible level. And if you believe that, based on that paradigm, then that non-essentials to the mission shouldn't interfere at all. But we all know that when money's getting short, the first thing seen as expendable by staff is training. And even when I was able to get my people scheduled for classes or range time, it would get canceled because of staffing shortages. And yet, our world in law enforcement today is more litigious, more dangerous, and more liability-driven than ever before And take a look, now we have statistically the lowest level of proficiency in our officers and investigators that we've ever had trying to muddle through this. So how do we change this? No, really, I'm asking. Because all I see are cowardly managers pointing fingers at what's out of their control while they put the stamp on the envelope holding their dinner preference at any number of conferences or retreats. I submit to you that we change this through the courageous leadership my dad lived by. And men like Dr. Travis Yates, founder of the Courageous Policing Leadership Alliance, have devoted their lives to modeling and growing. In fact, I encourage you to visit www.cplalliance.org to see the principles of courageous leadership in black and white. How about we do something different? How about we listen to the men and women actually doing the job each day? How about we turn out our pockets looking for money and time to give them the training they deserve? And turn down the selfish rhetoric of narcissism demanding, oh, my way is right. How about we stop playing in the mud of mediocrity and be able to have every law enforcement professional represent the Constitution that they're oath-bound to serve at the highest level that we can provide for them? No more turning a blind eye, people, for career self-preservation. Remember, 
your president is literally falling down on the job. So the only thing we can do to counter his cowardice is to give our people the example to walk worthy without stumbling and then to go home at the end of our shift knowing we gave our last full measure of devotion to serve people who needed to be served that day. Well, join me next episode for more Truth Talk with J-Doc. And until then, stand your ground, challenge the lies, and trust the truth.